Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. I got the flannel out today. Football weather. Coming up, we'll talk to the head football coach of Washington's football club, Ron Rivera, after that dramatic win against the Eagles. Steve Levy, fresh off the Monday night game that he called the Titans and the Broncos, went down to the final seconds. He'll join us a little bit later on as well. You can join us in a variety of ways. You can dial us up. You can tweet. You can email. Do all the above. We say good morning to our radio affiliates. We're in 362 cities around America and also our TV partner, Peacock. Ben Roethlisberger came back last night after missing most of last season with that elbow injury, and he looked pretty good. Three touchdown passes. Pittsburgh picked up the win over the Giants, 26-16. Just two seasons ago, Ben led the NFL in passing. He's got the arm strength. I don't know about his weapons. He's not mobile, so we don't have to worry about him slowing down. There's no Antonio Brown, no Le'Veon Bell. This rookie out of Notre Dame, Chase Claypool, looked pretty good last night. And you start to look at the expectations for Tom Brady, Drew Brees. They're pretty high. Super Bowl or bust. Ben doesn't have that. They're not even the best team in their own division. I don't know what to expect out of them. I did find them the most fascinating team going into this season, believe it or not, because of Ben. I don't know what to expect out of him. But if he does play well, that defense is elite. And it could be a surprise playoff appearance. And maybe they could be dangerous come January. Pittsburgh is an interesting team, and if Ben plays like the old Ben Roethlisberger, then they're going to be an interesting team to watch the entire season. As for the Giants, they're the losingest team over the last three years. I don't know if they're any closer to being a good team, average team. Daniel Jones shows signs. Saquon Barkley, 
I feel for him because that offensive line is not very good. And it almost reminded me of Barry Sanders. When Barry Sanders got to the Detroit Lions, Barry would always get stopped for minus two, minus three, and then he would break one for 67 yards. That's probably what you're going to get with Saquon Barkley. But the Giants at home, and they left some points out there on the field. They could have made this a far more interesting game. Uh, But that Pittsburgh defense is real. It'd help if you blocked Bud Dupree. That that was, and some of his friends, but, you know, just block a couple of guys there. But Pittsburgh, I love watching that defense. And, uh, you know, skill position players, feels like Pittsburgh always finds a wide receiver too. But uh, last night picking up the win, and then in the nightcap, it was a typical Titans victory, 16-14. to 14. It almost feels like every game, first team to 21 wins with Tennessee. 16-14 the final last night, and it was not pretty. Steven Guskowski became the first kicker to miss four kicks, if you include point after and field goals, in his first game with the team since 1968. He's also the first kicker to miss four kicks in a game, yet make the game-winning field goal. Last time that happened, December of 1991, Buffalo's Scott Norwood did the honors. Stat of the day, stat of the day, that stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Ah, by the way, this program brought to you by the great folks at LegalZoom. During these unprecedented times, you can rely on LegalZoom for legal help. Visit LegalZoom.com today. Take care of the things that you need to get done without having to leave your home. That's LegalZoom.com. Yeah, Denver's got some promise there. Drew Locke, I know that he shows some glimpses there. Jerry Judy looks good. you got some running backs there. But you're still looking at this Denver team where I'm not sure if, and maybe they are a playoff team, but, you know, without Von Miller in there, you sh- these are games that you should win. If you're a playoff team, you should win these games. At home, you should win those games. And you had your opportunities there. Vic Fangio he had timeouts, didn't use the timeouts late in the game, and he explained it after the game. Well, it was twofold there. One, their field goal kicker had obviously been having his problems, so I didn't want to extend the drive to where they could get closer, number one. And number two, you know, we would have used the timeout, but we got the running back out of bounds. We would have used the second timeout, but they threw an incompletion, you know, which would have given us one left when we got the ball back. Okay. I at least use the timeout to freeze the kicker. I, I, you, you don't get to carry them over to week two, so why don't you use them? And could have used them earlier, didn't. But it is week one, trying to figure all of this out. And, uh, you know, the fact that you don't have preseason and very little in-person practices, I, I get it. We're going to have, and we did have some sluggish football there. But this is the kind of game that Tennessee loves. Keep it close. And, yeah, you don't want it to come down to a kicker who has missed three previous kicks. But uh, here's Mike Vrabel, the Titans head coach. Nope. And uh, they did, obviously, because they weren't using their timeouts. And they were banking on them. And, uh, you know, we all got to do our job. And, again, it's not on just one player. You know, we'll get this stuff fixed. Uh, We got a lot of faith in our players. Uh, Excited to get out of here with a win. It's a tough place to play. That's uh, Coach Vrabel asking if he had any doubts on the game-winning field goal. I wonder if Steven Guskowski would be employed if he missed that kick. Because I'm, I saw the Cleveland Browns, they fired their kicker. 
after week one. You know, the, everything that happened with Cleveland, you know, we're going to fix this thing. We're going to fire our kicker. That's Does that send a message into the locker room? Hey, nobody's safe in here. We just fired our kicker. Because three more points would have really helped us going into this game on Thursday night. Uh, and this Thursday night game, the Browns and Bengals, I find fascinating. I, I think it's, I know you don't want to use must win, but for Cleveland's sake, they better win this game. Because if you don't have an impressive performance and then all of a sudden more doubt creeps in, if Baker Mayfield doesn't have a good game, now there's enough talent on that team that they should be able to overcome some uh, you know, shortcomings with Baker Mayfield. And you've got Joe Burrow. You know, Cincinnati is going to be playing with house money. It's like nobody expects us to do anything. And the fact that they almost pulled off a win against a pretty good Sandy or L.A. Charger defense, um, that, that, you know, an impressive debut by him. But this game on Thursday night is really, really spicy, in my opinion. Uh, ben Roethlisberger said he felt great out there. This is what he had to say after uh, last night's win. I probably just grabbed my knee because I was moving so fast. But no, I feel I feel great right now. Obviously, adrenaline is still probably pumping, and we won the game. I'm going to be sore tomorrow. There's no doubt. I got some bumps and bruises, but in terms of elbow and everything else, I feel I feel really good right now. All right. So Steelers over the Giants, Titans over the Broncos, and we have basketball coming up tonight. Nuggets, Clippers, Game Seven, Heat, Celtics, Game One. This is a big, big game for the Clippers. Now it's also a big game for the Nuggets franchise, but. The Clippers, you know, this is what you geared up for. Supposedly had the deepest roster. You got a Hall of Fame coach. We're talking about Kawhi Leonard, best player in the game. Playoff resume. You know, win a title. Three different teams. Where's that put him in the pantheon of great players? And here they are, another 3-1 lead that they blow going into Game 7 coming up tonight. Heat and Celtics, looking forward to that as well. That'll be a spirited matchup. Uh, Padres have won eight in a row, by the way, and creeping up on my Dodgers here. And when you talk about scoring runs, it's the Dodgers and the Padres right now. How many games are left in the regular season, McLevin? Are we close to like 10 games I left? Think, yeah, like a dozen. Yeah, something like that. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I, I, I haven't really followed the regular season. Like, it just periodically I'll find a game, watch a game, but I, I'm waiting for the postseason. Yes, McLeod. No, this doesn't count. None of it counts. It does count. It doesn't matter. Technically, no. it counts. The, the Phillies have fallen out of playoffs. Technically, <laughs> so I, oh, the Phillies were in the I, playoff. I was all in a week ago, and then the uh, teams like the Marlins and the Orioles and, all, and the Blue Jays, all these teams with a bunch of 22-year-olds are rolling right now. The Phillies are still in the playoff chase. Uh, they're in the chase, but they're they fell below five hundred, okay. and they they have like a three hundred million dollar payroll. Oh, I know, and and part of that is you know your guy Bryce Harper. I He's thought, been great. It's just the bullpen's bad, but the Yankees aren't good. Like the whole season is so wonky. It's yeah. Well, the Yankees have injuries. I mean, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton can't stay healthy. Gary Sanchez can't play. And their pitching staff is just okay. Other than that, everything's great. Yes. It's just so weird, though, the whole thing. Yes, Paul. I looked at the baseball standings. According to the percentages, 19 teams are still alive for the 16 playoff spots. 
We're in, we're midway through September, and there's 19 teams alive for the postseason. Mm. Used to be at this time of year, before wild card, there's six teams alive, tops. Yeah, expanding the playoffs and the fact that it's a 60-game sprint. How many teams are not going to play 60 games? That's what I'm curious about. Is, is everybody going to get in every game before they start the postseason? Because I think it's only fair to the teams who have been able to play all of their games because I want your pitching staff taxed because, you know, we're, we're pitching 60 games. You should be following everybody else and in, in playing 60 games. I don't know if you can get all those. They're going to have a triple header one of these days in baseball, like five inning games. Yeah, Paul. The Cardinals have played, I think, the fewest. They played 42 games. They're about six, five or six games behind the average team right now. Yeah. All right, McLevin, you got a poll question for me today? Yeah, we got a few uh, NFL questions okay. and a cross-sport one. Right. Uh, let's start with the cross-sport one, which is the most snake-bitten franchise in sports. Okay. Two that jump to mind after Sunday, Bengals and Lions. The Los Angeles Clippers have never... Well, the Bengals have at least made two Super Bowls. So they lost to Joe Montana. No shame in that. Now, it's a long time ago. The Lions haven't done anything. So, so the Lions, are you snake bit or are you just not any good? But it feels like the Bengals have more of a reputation as being a, like a bad luck franchise than even the Lions for some reason. Well, by bad luck, do you lose in dramatic fashion? Are, yeah. are you competitive, but you just lose the big game? Like, would you rather have a team that was snake bitten that at least showed promise or someone like Detroit that doesn't show any promise? But it feels like the Bengals will do something to screw up Joe Burrow. Somehow. No, I got to yeah, let's give him a little like, bit of time. I, I, I hear you, but give him I, a little bit of time. I think that's the mainstream I mean, view. They almost won the game. Right. Okay. But the Bengals will beat the Lions in that poll because no one even thinks about the Lions. And then the, what about the Clippers? Is that the easy answer? They've never been to a conference finals. I, I didn't even realize. That. Yeah. Um, well, they should have when, when you had, you know, the big three there with Doc Rivers. And I think that team blew a three, one lead as well. I mean, Doc has been involved in two. Well, now this is his third three-one, up three-one, and then it forces a game seven, and he lost two of those. This could be the third one that he loses, and I think there have only been less than ten in NBA history here. Yeah, McLevin. Is there a baseball team that fits that list? For some reason, the Mets jumped to mind. I know they've had uh, obviously success. They've won. I would say the Cleveland Indians. Oh, right. Yeah, Cleveland Indians. But they're very good a lot, though. They are, but they're snake-bitten. Like, you have to, you know, your definition of snake-bitten is you're good and you lost to the Cubs in dramatic fashion. But you got to the World Series. You know, these other teams that just aren't any good. You know, so that's, that's different. I'd rather lose in dramatic fashion than to not have an opportunity to play for anything. Uh, Ten years ago, the answer was the Cubs, right? Yeah. And what about the Padres would have been an answer at one point, too. They... They've had a rough run over the years. Well, they've had two World Series appearances, but it's been a while. But I don't know if they're snake bitten. I I just think at times they were poorly run, but, you know, they got their formidable team this year. Yeah, Paul. I got to tell you, if I had to bet on the Jets or the Lions being in a Super Bowl in the near future, I think I'd bet on the Lions. The Jets feel really distant, even though their record is not that bad year to year. They just feel distant. Well, you have to have a good head coach. And I don't think the Jets have a good head coach. He strikes me as one of those guys that was a coordinator for a long period of time, and then you make him a head coach. I don't think he's a head coach. 
He might be a great offensive coordinator. And then Matt Patricia in Detroit, I don't know if he's a great head coach. But if you have that guy that players follow, love, and you can see that they're they're building something, you know. But I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with Detroit this year. Great offense, but I don't know if they're in that division, Green Bay may be a whole lot better than we thought. And Minnesota should be there as well. Can you get three teams out of the NFC North? Yeah, McLevin. Okay, another poll. Uh, Second and third year QB poll off Daniel Jones last night. Kind of polarizing. Some people said he looked good. Some people noted some mistakes. I'll give you these second and third year quarterbacks, and you have to take one. All right. Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Then my question is, would you put Kyler Murray and Josh Allen in in that poll, or are they too good to even be in that poll? You know, like, is is there no doubt? Da- of course you would take Kyler Murray, yeah. right? Yeah. And Josh Allen is probably a little too good for Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, right? Feels like that. Yeah. So if I gave you Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Dwayne Haskins, who jumps out of that group? That's an impossible question. Well, I'd like to see Sam Darnold with the weapons Cleveland has. I mean, Sam Darnold doesn't have any weapons. Uh I'd probably take Sam Darnold right now. I still think he has the potential to be a very good quarterback. I don't know about Haskins. Baker Mayfield, it just feels like, man, this is a fragile situation there. And then who's the other one? Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. I like him. I think he shows promise. It's just if you don't have an offensive line, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, that plain and simple. Saquon Barkley can't run. And Daniel Jones is going to get, and he got sacked three times. He had th- two interceptions, but he does, he does show signs of being a franchise quarterback. But until you get that offensive line, it's not going to matter. Not going to be pretty. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll settle on a poll question. Phone calls are welcome. We'll uh, check in with Steve Levy, called the Broncos and the Titans game last night, and Ron Rivera from the Washington Football Club will join us as well. Coming up on 18 After the Hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. When it comes to scoring great hires for your business, there is one place that you have to go because there's obstacles, there's a lot of applicants, difficult finding the right ones for your job, just trying to run your business while you're trying to hire somebody, plus ensuring workplace safety. That's why you just turn it over to the team at ZipRecruiter. No matter the industry, healthcare, manufacturing, business services, ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And now, try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Patrick. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites. Then ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology hustles for you to find people with the right experience for your job and invites them to apply. And here's your stat of the day. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So add uh, ZipRecruiter to your roster and help you win the hiring game. Try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. And remember, ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. In case you're wondering if I have any updates on what's going on in the Big Ten, it was a mess yesterday, even last night, because I was hearing conflicting reports that uh, would it take nine votes for the teams that wanted to play, the schools that wanted to play. Then I heard everybody's got to be all in on this. 
And I was told that they were getting together last night at 8 Eastern, the presidents and chancellors, to vote on this. But I didn't hear anything after that. But if I hear anything, I'll certainly let you know. But I checked with uh, two sources last night and nobody had anything. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that's a big part of it, that they have to agree to the structure of the vote before doing the vote? Because if the vote is um, 11-3 the other way, do those three teams now, are they committed to play? Like if the majority goes, we're playing, that means everyone's playing. Because one of the Big Ten presidents said that yesterday, that it's all or nothing. Yeah, I don't know how that happens because I don't think you can force a school to play football. And there are certain states that there are going to be restrictions on you playing. It, it would have nothing to do with the president or chancellor or the commissioner of the Big Ten. But from what I was told yesterday, even what I told you yesterday morning, that the vote was going to happen yesterday, and it happened last night from what I'm told, that it was going to be really contentious that there are some polar opposites there on both sides of the aisle here. here. And I don't know if you could get a consensus there, bring everybody together. Can you say, hey, we're going to let Iowa, Nebraska, Purdue, Indiana, Ohio State, you guys get to play. Meanwhile, some of your other schools aren't going to be playing here. Yes, Eaton. Not to get off on sort of a side tangent here, but which do you think is more important to the Big Ten, allowing some schools to play or keeping everybody going in one direction? I think that you should try to keep everybody headed in, in one direction here. I think you got to be fair to some of these schools can't play because of the states that they're in. Now, there's certain guidelines. So you but if you're going to say to Michigan, hey, you got to sign off on this, even though you're not playing. And that means you're signing off on Ohio State getting to play and maybe playing for a national championship. Um, I don't think this is going to be easy. There was optimism. Yesterday morning when I came in, my source said there is real optimism, but that's only if you get nine votes and you were only going to have, you know, eight teams playing. And if you have eight teams, then I think you're going to be able to pull this off. But uh, the Wisconsin chancellor said to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, which, by the way, they've done a really good job on this. Uh, Rebecca Blank yesterday said during a teleconference when asked about the Big Ten football, quote, I will say we're all going to move together in the Big Ten. We're all going to play or not if we can possibly. Uh, this isn't going to be a school-by-school school thing. So this is how this is changing. The information I got yesterday morning changed yesterday afternoon and may have changed again last night and may change again today. Because you can't get everybody on the same page. And it looked like you were going to get eight schools, nine schools maybe that were going to play. And then you were going to have five or six that weren't going to play. And that they were going to go full speed ahead. Come up with a schedule. And then you were going to play these games. There was no uh, bye week. You were going to start on the 17th of this month. And you were going to go until December. December 19th, Big Ten title game. The next day is when they had the uh, selection committee picks their final four. And then you were hoping that Ohio State would pass the eye test, is what I'm told, and that they would have enough of a resume there this season go, okay, we're going to put you in in the final four. That's all I know right now. And if, I mean, it's going to change, I'm going to guess. Um and I think there's going to be some real pressure put on these schools that aren't that don't want to play. Yeah, Paul. The lion's share of the college football games haven't been played yet, but on September 26th, 27th weekend, 
everyone's playing. Notre Dame, Florida, Oklahoma, UCF, Auburn, Kentucky, Pittsburgh. You, basically, anyone who's even close to the top 25. There's, I think there's 30 college football games, Division One college football games that weekend. Uh, they're ready to go. But the Big Ten wouldn't be playing until a few weeks after that. Right. What I'm, I guess what I'm saying is every day they postpone this vote, they're further away from everyone else. Well, they, they have to come up with a vote here. They have to decide in the next 24 to 48 hours because you're trying to get schools, get players ready for October 17th. And I was told that after that, you can't squeeze this in and still have the Big Ten title game and still have one of your teams play for a national championship. You know, also, there's a lot of thought about there's going to be bowl games this year. And I don't know if anybody's talked about it, but I was told yesterday, you know, there's going to be a Final Four. If these, these conferences go through to completion, then there's going to be a Final Four. There's going to be a national title game. And I said, what about bowl games? And my source said, yes, because there's a lot of money there. And you're going to get, if these schools are already playing, what's one more game? And you'll go through the safety protocols. And, and that's another thing, to keep an eye out on the testing and how quickly you can turn around results. Th- that, to me, is what may be hanging in the balance here with some of these schools that are on the fence about wanting to play or not. All right. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. McLevin, what's the poll question we're going to go okay, with? Okay, a few more options. Yeah. Uh, if you were the Titans, would you cut Steven Guskowski after missing four kicks, including an extra point last night mm. for hitting the 25-yard game winner? If you don't do it today, what happens when he goes three for three next weekend? And, and you're a, a playoff team. By the way, it goes back to Justin Tucker of the Ravens. Like, that value. Just knowing John Harbaugh d- never worries. Ever. He's got a weapon. It's not where he goes, oh, I guess we'll settle up for a field goal. And if you get anywhere near 50 yards, he's kicking it. He's made 90% of his kicks in his career. Number one all time. 90%. Now, you can look down the list. You can go, all right, but what's that mean? Josh Lambeau is second on that list. Will Lutz is third on that list. Dan Bailey Bailey is fourth on that list. Chris Boswell, Robbie Gould, seventh on the uh, all-time list, percentage-wise, uh, percentage Stephen Goskowski. Kai Forbath is in there. Mike Vanderjack. That's the list there. Yes, Todd. Unless they're enamored with some other kicker out there, how could you cut him after one week, given his background? For whatever is going on, it's just one game. They ended up winning, and you could wink at that. And uh, just, you know, he's just got to get past it. I think his uh, background with the Patriots and what he's accomplished up until now, you can't cut him after one week. No, but if he misses that kick last night. Well, one And one was blocked, I believe, of those four misses. One someone got a piece of. I just wonder if he missed that kick last night. Is he still employed today? Yes, McLevin. I was just saying to the guys, like, you want to get yeah, Justin Tucker, but isn't he such a freak that there's only one of him? Because I can't think of another kicker in that realm. No, no, there's nobody like that. I, I always loved Sebastian Janikowski. I, I thought, you know, when they drafted him in the first round and people said, you're taking a kick. If you could draft, if I said you can go back and you can get Justin Tucker, he's going to cost you a first-round draft pick. How many GMs are taking Justin Tucker? Everybody. Because that's a Hall of Famer. And you can trust him. 
Yes, McLovin. Any other kicker Hall of Famers? Vinatieri, obviously, yes. everyone says. Yeah. Last night, uh, they labeled Gaskowski a potential Hall of Famer and were quite, uh, got a little ridicule for that. I don't think Steven yeah. Gaskowski is a Hall of Famer. He has a lot of rings and stuff, but... I, yeah. I, I don't know where... Like, if you're going to make it as, as a kicker, I mean, you have to have 2,000 career points. Doesn't feel like that. you got to be... You have to have won some big games, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know what the criteria is when we look at a kicker and you go, boy, Hall of Famer. Like Justin Tucker, you go Hall of Famer. Vinatieri, you go Hall of Famer. Morton Anderson just got in as a Hall of Famer. But he had so many points and the, the all-time leading scorer in NFL history. Who else did you have in there? Pete Gogolak? Is he a Hall of Famer? Jan Stenerud? It's Stenerud, yes. Yeah, like I, it's tough to get in there as a kicker. So I don't know. And Goskowski's not even the best kicker in franchise history with Vanitari. Goskowski's 12th all-time in points yeah. at 1,700. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. You, you mentioned the Raiders taking Janikowski in the first round years ago. It, he, they got crushed for that yeah, at the time. Yeah. If you go back to 1973, they took Ray Guy, the punter, and also in the first round, 23rd overall pick. Can you imagine if someone in this current NFL state, you're watching the draft and they took a punter, with the 23rd pick. Even if that guy went to the Hall of Fame, they'd be crushed. And Ray Guy went to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yes, McClellan. Look at Roberto Aguayo with the Bucks. Second round pick. Second round pick. That's been the most lambasted pick. And he didn't make it. He was he choked, you know. Yeah. But I, you know, Goskowski, he's on the all-time list, but aside from Justin Tucker on that all-time list, those aren't all-time greats on there. A lot of indoor kickers, obviously. Yeah. Matt Bryant. But, but but they, you know, they they've perfected Kicking. You know, that's why you get these high percentages here. And if you're going to kick in optimal conditions, that certainly helps as well. Yeah, McLovin. What are you, are you guys still down with the long extra point? No, I'm, I'm fine with it. There are a few missed on Sunday. It's a yeah, it, at least it's interesting. I mean, we've taken away the kickoff. And I, I'm fine with the extra point. I, I don't want to change too many things. It just feels like, hey, we, uh, we, we got to change things up. Things are boring. We need more scoring. Yeah, Paul. I think it was the Chargers game the other day. I think they may have a policy of not returning the kick. Twice their kick returner got the ball one yard deep. I mean, at the almost at the end line. He was barely in the end zone. He just said he put his hand up. One of them went over his head and just bounced a, a foot behind him, and he put his hand up like for a fair catch. It, it's like they decided not to bother with the play. We'll settle on a poll question here. Uh, Phil in Indiana. Good to have you back, Phil. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, always a pleasure, buddy. Um, hey, real quick, in the not-too-early category here for hypotheticals, if you're the Jets or Giants and you end up with the number one pick in the draft, do you go ahead and take Lawrence or do you deal him? I just wanted to get your thoughts in the not-too-early category. I don't think the Giants would take Trevor Lawrence. They'd trade the pick. But I don't know about the Jets. It feels like the Jets. I I feel like Sam Darnold is going to have a career after he leaves the Jets. Like I, it just feels that way. That you're, you know, he has to go to the line of scrimmage and go, who who are these guys? Where where is everybody? And you know, maybe the Jets decide that they don't want to pay him because he's going to when he comes up for you know his extension. Do you have enough of a resume that you can go, we're going to give Sam Darnold $35 million a year? And if I'm the Jets, I go, no. But the Jets have themselves to blame. 
because they didn't really surround him with much. And you've got an offensive-minded head coach in Adam Gase, and you don't score. Yes, McLovin. So you just described a situation that sounds really bad for Trevor Lawrence, too. So if Dardle doesn't know who's he's. Oh, well, if you have the number one pick, chances are you're going into a bad situation. And Trevor Lawrence is going to go into a situation just like Joe Burrow did. That it's not going to be a good situation. You know, Baker Mayfield went into Cleveland. It wasn't a good situation. Yes, McLeod. We're all so uh, this side of the glass says, "Bring Dabo to New York. See what happens." Dabo is not coming. To Can New you York. imagine him in like WFAN and Dabo Sweeney and all that stuff going on at once? <laughs> It'll be like Crocodile Dundee. I <laughs> gotta be walking around carrying. You got he'll have a dip in hat on. From what I'm told, he is not. He's not a play caller. He's a recruiter, and I don't need a recruiter in the NFL. He's not going to coach in the NFL. Oh, he could go to Jacksonville. All right. Good luck with that. But from what I'm told, he ain't going to the NFL. Yeah, McLovin. Jacksonville sounds like paradise compared to the Jets, the way we're describing <laughs> Now that, so you think the Jags, you said yesterday that they're still going to be in for the number one. I know I'm overreacting week one, but it feels like they might be too good. There's only so much Min- Minshew can do. Like, like he can play really well, but there's only so much he can do. <laughs> Because they, they took away, they have, all, how many rookies do they have? They probably have over 20 rookies on Jacksonville's roster. And so this is managerial tanking there. You're just not going to give him all the weapons that he needs. And Minshew is a good quarterback. He's proven that he's a good quarterback. But if you get that chance for Trevor Lawrence, I mean, Carolina's going to be in there. Yeah. Cincinnati's probably going to be in there. Uh is Washington going to be in there? I was looking at the last time Washington, their football club, started out 2-0. You guys want to take a guess? Now, they don't have the longest drought. Longest time since starting out 2-0 among the current NFL teams. There is one team by far and away number one on this list. They haven't started out 2-0 since 1993. Paulie, your Cleveland Browns, your Cleveland Browns. Second on that list. A team that played last night hasn't gone two and zero since 2008. Yes, Todd, the Giants, your Tennessee Titans, Titan. Third on the list. Hasn't started out two and zero since 2009. And they won't start out 2-0 this year since they lost to Jacksonville. You're Indianapolis Colts. And then you have the Washington football team, 2011. Last time they started out 2-0. And Washington, I believe, has Arizona in Arizona coming up this weekend. Was that the Rex Grossman era? I think 2011. 2011? Yeah. Here was a stat I saw. Daniel Jeremiah. NFL scout works, a former NFL scout works for the NFL network. Kyler Murray ran the ball 13 times for 91 yards. He slid, went out of bounds, scored on 12 of the 13 runs. He was only tackled one time. He mastered the ability to protect himself on the move. It's a teaching tape for athletic quarterbacks. He's a baseball player. He knows how to slide. He knows how to protect himself. And there are players who don't know how to slide. But also, his straight-ahead speed, he can get out of danger quickly. Uh, 
And then it takes me back to Cam Newton. This isn't sustainable for Cam Newton as much as, you know, we marveled at what he did in that game against the Dolphins. This is not sustainable because this is a guy who had foot surgery, shoulder surgery, and I'm going to run him 15 times a game, even if their design runs. He's not running away from you, and he is a big guy, but those are big guys on the other side too. And that's what I want to know what this game plan is going to be like. Is Cam going to be running the ball at least 10 times a game? Josh Allen takes a lot of hits. Younger quarterback, but doesn't have all those surgeries that Cam has. I mean, that was the big question about Cam. We didn't know if he was healthy. And then the first game, you're going to have him run 15 times? Baltimore, or uh, Buffalo's trying to take back some of the running plays with Josh Allen. You know, some of these teams, you know, they eventually get around to Lamar Jackson. Same thing with Baltimore. Like they, they want to reduce the number where you're the one they're designed. You know, and, and I think Lamar ran too much last year. Yeah, McLovin. So Carson Wentz, if he was, he was so scared of running against the Washington football team, they would have won by two touchdowns. He had so many lanes, but he's so scared of his knee. Is that what happens once? But Cam doesn't look scared. Cam's like, I'm going to run every time. Well, he's playing for a new contract. He, he's got to show, I can be Cam of 2015. Now, he can't be, but he wants to show that there's glimpses of that. I, I still just, I'm going to make him throw because you don't have weapons, and he's not a great passer. You know, and, and that's what I, he, when he's running, he's far more dangerous. But if you're able to have a good running game, and then it allows him to do play action and get some of these deep balls, okay, but they don't have weapons. If I'm a defense, I, I'm going to be up, trying to stop the run, and then make Cam beat me. And maybe he does, because Belichick adjusts better than any coach in the history of the game. Yes, Todd? If you had to pick one thing that's going to determine ultimately who wins the AFC East, how much of it is the health of the quarterback in terms of these running guys with Allen and Newton, one of them possibly getting popped in the middle of the season and having the team slip? Well, I have to look at your backup. Who's Buffalo's backup if it gets hurt? And New England has Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at least has Tua backing him up. Yes, McLovin. Is it Matt Barkley still in Buffalo? I think so. I think Matt Barkley. You know, they didn't dress Stidham on Sunday. No. It, something's going on with his health. Remember he went to the hospital? Like, yeah. Is that weird? Why isn't he the backup? I don't know. Yeah, Paul. I got uh, Matt Barkley and Jake Fromm from Georgia. Oh, yeah, Jake Fromm. Frommer. Yeah. But yeah, you, you got to... How many teams keep their quarterback healthy the entire season? Yeah, it, it's tough to do that now. Let me take a break. We'll get to our play of the day. More phone calls coming up as well. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, 
You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Left side, got it. I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Rope hits up high for Klingberg. Fake the shot. One time. Gurionov. He scores. Dennis Gurionov. The scores win game five. They win the series. They win the West. And the Dallas Stars are headed to the Stanley Cup Final. First time in 20 years. They'll play the winner between the Lightning and the Islanders. Tampa up 3-1 in that series. Looking to end it tonight. That's courtesy of Sports Radio 96.7 FM and 1310 AM. The ticket in Dallas. Your play of the day brought to you by LegalZoom. During these unprecedented times, you can rely on LegalZoom for legal help. Visit LegalZoom.com today to take care of the things you need to get done without having to leave your home. That's LegalZoom.com. Uh, Kyle in California back on the show. Hi, Kyle. What do you have for me today? Good morning, boys. Uh, Stokes for tonight. A couple of good games. Uh, first with Celtics Heat, just a couple things to watch for. A couple of guard-oriented teams. They match up really well against each other. Um, for the Heat, everybody talks about Jimmy, Bam, Hero, Duncan Robinson. Goran Dragic really makes them go. I'm looking to see Marcus Smart all over him tonight. Uh, for Clippers Nuggets, one of the biggest reasons everybody like, or a lot of people like the Lakers, besides LeBron, was who was going to guard AD for the Clippers. 
Same thing going on with Jokic. They got nobody to guard Jokic. He's killing Montrez, playing him off the floor. Zubox is up to 30 minutes. They're going to be scrambling tonight with Green, Morris, Kawhi, all these different guys trying to guard Joker. It's going to be a hell of a game. All right. Well, thank you, Kyle, for that synopsis. Yeah. How about don't blow a 19-point lead? I mean, the Nuggets are a good team, but the, we talked about the Clippers. Vegas had them as the favorites to win it all. And here they are blowing another three games to one lead. There's five candidates, apparently, that have emerged to take over for Mike D'Antoni in Houston. One is Jeff Van Gundy, but he's a defensive-minded coach. Would be That'd be interesting. Ty Lu, Steven Silas, he's a Mavs assistant coach. Kenny Atkinson, he was once the Brooklyn Nets head coach. Um, trying to think if there's anybody else in here. Um, Sam Cassell. Uh, and Sam Cassell's name emerged right away when D'Antoni said that he was stepping down. D'Antoni, I guess, is up for the job in Philadelphia and maybe Indiana. I don't know what's happening in New Orleans. I haven't seen anything. Did Have you read anything, McLevin, on the Pelicans and what they're going to do? No. And they might be waiting until the playoffs are over before they hire a coach. I know this guy, but Steven Silas, his name is coming up a lot lately. He's Paul Silas' Paul son. Silas, yeah. 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 yeah and... Uh, I, wouldn't Ty Lue at this point have, I mean, you'd have to hire that. He seems to have a good reputation. I'm surprised he hasn't been hired. It feels like he's been up for multiple jobs here, but I don't know if it was, hey, you got a title because of LeBron. Yeah, McLevin. Who can you, well, who would you hire for the Sixers, for my Sixers? I'm asking for me personally. I don't know. Like I, a disciplinarian or I don't know. I, I, I don't know what that roster is going to be like. I don't like the roster. That, that would not be a team that I'd want to take over just because I, I have some square pegs and round holes there. Like New Orleans is something that's intriguing. That's there. It's a younger team and you can kind of mold a younger team. Um, not that you couldn't with Philadelphia, but I just don't know what I mold. They're two star players. Can they play? Can they be on the court? Do they complement each other? That would be my biggest concern with that. But is the Rockets a marquee job? I think Reggie Miller joins us tomorrow, and I'll ask him because I, I don't know if Houston's a marquee job. You have two Hall of Famers there, but you have a style that just is it's not going to work in the, in the postseason, and you'll be entertaining during the regular season. I just don't think you're going to be consistent enough to win four games in a series when you have to. Yeah, McLovin. Just Googled it. Uh, a lot of Mike D'Antoni to the Pelicans. Yeah, rumors. but that's when I thought from the beginning when they got in the bubble and I was told if he doesn't get to the Western Conference Finals, he's not going to be back, but that he would be on the short list for the Pelicans. And if that's the case and that's why they haven't hired anybody, then that makes sense. Yeah, Paul. If Mike D'Antoni goes to the Pelicans, Lonzo Ball, I would assume basketball-wise, is out. You can't have a ball-dominant, I would think, a ball-dominant guard who can't shoot. The, yeah, the main I mean, the flows through him. Well, Lonzo Ball would have a hard time starting for anybody right now. If you, if you're looking at like he hasn't progressed when it comes to shooting, I still like him. Still on record as liking him. I just if he doesn't develop a shot and make free throws, I can't have you out there on the floor. You become a liability because you can't shoot. Yeah, McLovin. Remember D'Antoni created that Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion, like the three and four can get big numbers. So could Zion become like that? But type? you have to have a point guard. You yeah. had Steve Nash. Yeah. 
And if you don't have that, it doesn't matter. You, you got to you have to have that leader. That's why Chris Paul is in demand right now, because people are looking and going, you know, you can have young athletic, but do you have smart point guards, people handling the ball. Can they be clutch? Can they make a big play? Can they make free throws? All right. One hour in the books, two more to go. We'll check in with Steve Levy, fresh off calling the Broncos-Titans game last night. Also, Ron Rivera from the Washington Football Club in the final hour as well. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.